0: FM to get started.
1: I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to After Buzz TV, the ESPN of TV Talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hey, everybody, welcome to the Legends of Tomorrow After Show, breaking down every episode of Legends of Tomorrow, airing Tuesday nights on the CW. I'm Frank Moran. And I'm Dave
0: Child. How's it going, everyone? I'm actually paying attention to the chat today. So if you're on the chat on the YouTube, Say hi to us. Say what you think about this episode. We'll, we'll comment back. We'll include you in the conversation.
1: Look at that. And as always, folks, like us on Facebook. Give us those five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. And as Dave said, chat's up and running. Hop in there. But if you're watching after we stream live, feel free to comment down below. We'll mm-hmm. break down every little bit of information here about the, the latest episode, Shit Broken, great title. Uh, but before we go into the detail that, that everybody's come here because that's what they're wanting, Dave. Uh what did you think overall?
0: Um, I thought it was a it was a pretty good episode. I I, I don't know. It's not my favorite episode of Legends of Tomorrow because they don't go yeah, I, I really love it when they go full wacky. And I feel like they're kind of getting into the plot and the like driving the story forward, Fine. but i kind of like when they just go f it and let's have a silly episode or let's have something that's just kind of crazy and out there this one was a little tame in, in my mind it was pretty like safe it felt like a pretty safe kind of standard episode of television so it didn't it, it it wasn't my favorite one but it was fine
1: well what uh, what doesn't look safe to me is the amount of dogs that you have with you. Uh-huh. Uh, where did you get all these dogs?
0: Um, they showed up. They showed up. Uh, I, I I mean, I was making my daily prayer to,
1: to Satan,
0: and then all these dogs showed up. So I think they're fine. Oh, I'm sorry bad. I have to record in my bathroom. It's just, uh, you <laughs> know, it's, 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 the, the acoustics are better in here. It's everywhere else is loud. So I just got my dogs lined up.
1: Well, they, they look adorable. I'm sure nothing's going to go wrong. Hell oh, yeah. It'll be <laughs> fun. <laughs> All right. So, uh, uh, Dave, of course, you were not here uh, last week. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to ask you now, between last episode and this episode, we only have, I think, may- one, maybe two episodes left before the season finale. Wow, uh, really? I think so. I'll have to double check. But in terms of Charlie, this is my biggest thing, is that I still feel like for as much as they're trying to give us something to care about with Charlie, I mean, this whole thing is supposed to make us care, and she's supposed to be an integral part of it, yet I feel like she's always just on the sidelines still.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think they have the promise of really delivering on Charlie and making Charlie, like, something more, something impressive, more fleshed out, but it, Charlie just kind of seems like, I don't know, she's just there. They're not even, they're kind of I thought, I was hoping they were going to play a little bit with the fact that, like you said in a previous episode, how um, the actress and, and Brad, they talked about how they have a relationship kind of starting to go. And I was hoping we were going to get to that because she chose him to come back first, but then she wasn't able to kind of do anything. I did like how the Loom of Fate looked, surprisingly. I thought that one kind of looked cool. And I feel like the budget for this episode went to. The Loom of Fate and the Devil Dog, but you know, <laughs> it's it was still like that looked pretty cool, and I liked how everyone was amazed at it. I don't know, it was it was it was fine, it was fun, but I do feel like they're not even making it so she can do it by herself. So she needs her sisters, or she needs someone else becoming Fates. So they're opening it up for some problem here. But yeah, but I think you're right. They could have had more character. Development, especially the last episode where we got to see her kind of talking to uh, Enchantress? It's Enchantress, right?
1: Yep, for a hot second at the top of the episode. And then she does nothing except like hang out with Nate as they're just like chilling out in beach chairs while yeah. everyone else is in hell. I'm like, what? what
0: What's, what was this she seems like they're just uh they're just driving she's just driving the plot along she's like the MacGuffin, rather than actually taking the time to develop her character a bit more find out more about who she is
1: yeah so, i, I find myself very disappointed with uh what they've done with this character and uh but we do see the luma Fate being activated there's a big debate about who do we bring back first Do we bring back astra's mom because john promised astra do we bring back Barad because Zari had John say, "Hey, we'll, we'll make sure we, that fake can bring back Barad"? Uh, or do we try to and get Sarah? Sarah was the coma? In a, yeah, was
0: in Which, the coma at the time, so it's
1: yeah. I feel like out of all those, like Sarah in the coma, like how could you realistically put that atop bringing two other people back from the dead? <laughs> right, right, right. The
0: other one's like, you know, the other one might Sarah might just work this out. I mean, it might just be fun. <laughs> yes yeah it might not be a thing but uh but the other ones are just like oh, yeah i think that's just ava being ava and being in love with sarah so you know that's she had to say her her piece
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we see as we talked about the loom being activated we kind of worried like how's it gonna look is it gonna be huge is it gonna be small and it'll be a giant loom <laughs> <laughs> right I, I mean, the pieces of the ring—they still stay the same shape. They don't transform into anything, so I guess you don't well, need to transform no, them back. No,
0: they kind of become like a shiny ball. They become like a shiny well, thing, yeah, and then it. and then it kind of all the loomy stuff happens around it because of that. But yeah, it's what's conf- what what you do see in the show. And this sometimes happens, is I feel like they change their mind about something after a certain episode. Like, cause the, when they first introduced the rings, they were like, uh, Oh, it transformed into this. So it can hide, you know, it transformed into this, this, this shape. And then every episode after that's just like the rings, we're looking for the rings. <laughs> just yeah. like. So I feel like they just got to change their mind about how the looms got to work. And they were always rings. But it kind of makes sense if you think about, like, three fates, so each fate needed something in order for the loom to work, and so why not rings? You know, it's a good superhero go-to.
1: Yeah, It was, I mean, I'm trying to understand what the effects were of that whole process, where it seems it was taking various strands, making them into, like, a full kind of piece of cloth, and the cloth kind of ribbons around to form a circle, and then you split that whole okay thing. okay oh. this is
0: what i think this is what i think was going on what it first did was reveal the tapestry of the world of life that okay. was that ribbon was the tapestry of destiny blah 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 whatever that is and then she opened it up opened the world to try to find the one strand that was berard's and was able to find that one strand but, it, but she couldn't put it together. She couldn't fix it on her own. I was wondering if they were introducing the idea that they can't fix it because a fake cut it to begin with. Mm. So they didn't even try. I mean, they didn't even try the others once. I feel like what they would should have done is just like, well, that one didn't work. Yeah, but let's try bringing the mom back and seeing if that works. Like and then we'll go back to broader you know, like let's do okay you had you had three things you had to do. Why not just be like, okay, one one doesn't work. let's go to the other two. but instead she just kind of gave up. But maybe that's a confidence issue on her part.
1: but yeah. it's I mean, I kind of agreed with what I mean Astra's discussion with Zari a little later on about, hey, I know we were talking about who should go first and they tried Bayrod, but maybe it's a confidence thing like you were saying, why don't we see if we can convince Charlie to go back and we try something a little easier. Something that doesn't have yeah. all the time travel issues built into it. Like Bayrod's uh, threat of fate. We do my mom. She's never traveled in time. So if Charlie can do that one, then she's like, it like, all right, I can do this. And I, you know, I have to admit, I, I, I thought that point of view was, it was a valid one.
0: Yeah. I thought what would you like, Oh, it was a time travel. I also think it's because he doesn't exist in one, you know, timeline. So he popped yeah. up all of a sudden, and then rewrote history. I think he is a complicated thread, but uh True. the other one's probably not as much
1: because he's from what twenty forty, and but he's taking now he's in twenty twenty, and yeah. you know having his thread cut, you know, twenty years before he was really even alive. So it's like kind of weird. I would think.
0: Yeah, it may be. I guess I'll save it for predictions, but I feel like they might they might be building up something with the fact that she needs two other fates to, to do stuff. So I'm curious about that, but we'll, we'll talk about that in prediction.
1: Yeah. So that ends up being, uh, Charlie's trying to fix Bayrod's thread. Uh, it uh, goes all wrong. There's a huge energy expulsion and the ship gets, uh, deactivated momentarily and basically cut off from any access to the time stream. Can't use the jump ship. Can't use the, uh, there are little uh, wrist devices to be able to cut through uh, the time portals and stuff. Yeah. Nothing's available. So they're just all stuck there, which uh, is inconvenient for McRory because he had just tried to have a weekend uh, hanging out, traveling through time with his daughter and yeah. realizes, oh, now we're just stuck on this time ship. Can't go anywhere for the whole weekend.
0: Right. Yeah. But she has a studying to do, so that's that's something at least she can focus on studying.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean, I I kind of liked that she was actually like, no, I want to go on the time ship. Like I do like how she was. I don't know that that was enough to 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 not be pissed at her dad for a second to at least come on. And I thought actually this part of the story I thought was maybe my favorite part of the episode. Uh, was just her trying to them gaining their relationship back. But at the same time, he's faced with like jealousy that maybe she even likes Nate a bit more than him. And, you know, introducing other members of the, of the people on the ship. And it just kind of seemed like he was starting to feel like a jealous dad. And I kind of like that. I kind of like that he didn't know what, how to handle this. And also, like the loot room, that was pretty funny. The whole vault, and then, and but then the fact you,
1: that, you, uh, that, for you though, Dave, if you were going to uh, get together with a a child that you were estranged with, especially like a young girl, your daughter, yeah. your estranged daughter, uh-huh. I mean, as
0: well, as I know very well, the, yes. So sure. I mean,
1: tell me what you did in your situation when you tried to reconnect with your. Uh, when i find out
0: i had a 20 year old daughter because i uh because i was time traveling um, yeah i
1: mean we've all been there know that's just... i mean it's a tale as old as time <laughs> i would think uh mick suggesting roller derby as a good weekend activity maybe maybe not the worst thing but you didn't need to throw in you know like uh oh, we're gonna see sleazy women cleavage
0: Yes, it's because I think, but at the same time, I thought that was a great idea. It feels like she would love roller derby, yeah. right? Yeah, but the fact that he mentioned cleavage is the only thing that made it weird. But at the same time, you're a dad. Anything that you mention, she's gonna say no. She's either like, you know, it's it's they they're estranged. She doesn't like him. You can mention the best thing in the world, and she's gonna say no.
1: Well, yeah, but it's also it doesn't help your situation by then throwing in the cleavage. Oh, yeah, where you look yeah, at people's. But past. he
0: doesn't know how to be a dad. He doesn't know. That feels like a very McRory thing to say.
1: <laughs> I would still think I don't know if I like talk to my a girl that I'm trying to connect with and say like, the best thing we could do is go try to look at other women's boobs.
0: He's had, he's had a kid for minutes. He's had a kid for like an hour tops, you know, if you add them all together. He's like, you know, he's still getting used to this. And he's not very good with just talking in general. One thing I did like that he did in this episode that I also felt was very him was when he finally sat down and tried to have a talk with her, he wrote it down and read from the thing that he wrote. Because I feel yeah. like he's, he's more comfortable writing than he is just talking
1: you know know. i agree with that the only thing i was kind of bummed about is i really wanted it to be good and i felt like they played it for a well-written because they played it for a bit where he gets off on a tangent talking about the flash i'm like ugh, all right so yeah and so and then it gets shut down doesn't even get a chance to finish up so i'm just like no i agree with
0: that but i at least like the idea that that they went down that road but yeah um, by the way, someone in the chat, Classic Slayer 71 said about this episode that the legends are quarantined now, which I kind of I think that's kind of true. <laughs> They're kind of all stuck on the ship together, so ended up being a quarantine episode just by chance.
1: So, <laughs> <Yeah. It's>, uh, <laughs> uh, so basically, I uh, with the ship powered, uh, trapped in the, in the time stream, unable to go anywhere. Uh, Charlie says, "Hey." This isn't working with the rings. I might need two other people because it took three people to operate it originally. Yeah. Constantine's going to go do some research. Astra's starting to get fed up. Like, wait a second. What do you mean? This isn't exactly what I was promised coming here. Uh, I, right. I'm i waiting for people to do research. uh What do you think of Astra's character right now? Well, I find her kind been... of annoying. I mean,
0: she's annoying, but she's been in hell for years. She's been raised in hell. You got to give her a some leeway because of that she's not one person i want to join the team i don't want her to be like on next season Ooh, i hope she stays around <laughs> I, ooh, she could be all talking about hell all the time no but i you know she's okay still i do i do think they're at least heading in the direction where i hope they bring back the the, the fact that constantine wanted to rewrite her history And I want him to still want to do that, even though I don't think it's what he should do in the end, because it will be nice. No, I don't think so, because I don't think she would want that unless she wants that. Then it's because right now he wants to rewrite her and turn her into a whole different person. But I could see her being like, no, this is the life I've lived. It was a shitty life, but it was the life I lived, And I don't want to be a different person because of it. I want my mom to be around, but not like my whole life to change.
1: Really, because I would think you would want because bringing your mom back, you would also be able to have a chance to have so many more memories. Because for Aster, yeah, go from her as a child, her mom gets brought back, she gets taken to hell, and she doesn't get reunited to her until the present day. So, I
0: guess it's the question of what does bringing the mom back mean? Does bringing the mom back mean way back in time? So it kind of writes its, you know, changes life. Or does the bringing the mom back mean she's grown up, she's lived her life in hell, but now her mom's there. So she's, she's come back and she's there. I don't know. I yeah. don't know what that means. And I don't think they've kind of explained that very well.
1: Well, for you, Dave, if you were in that situation, you know, uh, you know hanging out with those, your pups behind you, uh-huh. Uh, i heading, heading down to hell. Would you, you would say that you would rather keep your cruddy hell life and not get it rewritten? Because I would think having it rewritten, it's got to, even if it's not 100% better. Well, think uh, of it this way. A, any percentage is better.
0: Think of it this way. Do you really want to go back in time and change the things that you actually regret? Because if you do that, then you won't be the person you are today. And you could be a worse person.
1: So. Yeah, but you you were a ruler of hell. I mean, there's not really, I mean, there's not much lower you can get. Right. I would I would I would gamble on getting my life rewritten. I it it can't it it could only be better, even by even a, like a, a an infinitesimal degree, it would still be better than being a, living my life in hell. Right. Right. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's
0: true. I mean, I guess I would if I had spent uh, that many times in hell. Then, like, yeah, but um i've in the chat even says that like astra loves hell so if if that's her thing to love hell i think that's kind of a you know self-defense mechanism if anything you know she's probably learned to love hell but if you learn to love it then maybe you just don't want to change it it's it's hard because it'll be like all right frank what if you never came to la what if that's your thing you just never came to la whatsoever you don't know how that would change So
1: hmm it could only be better
0: there
1: you go there you go i think my life would only be better dave everybody would be happy i wouldn't be bothered. Right.
0: yeah that's that's true i would be at a much better place I that's know, right like, see we would still be doing the show but you'll be like in canada or something
1: <laughs> that's true a fugitive on the run from the law <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh so but that is the problem with being astra and being a ruler of hell is that what, even if you claim to not be involved behind any shenanigans people aren't going to believe you so yeah. when the rings of fate end up being turn up being missing somebody has taken them and thrown the box that was holding them in the trash disposal gary finds it all eyes go to astra she's like it wasn't me i didn't do anything but nobody buys it so when did you think
0: it was the dog that's my question. When did, you, when did you think it was the dog?
1: You know, I, because I saw the scene of, of Mick taking his daughter, because his, uh, Mick's daughter mentions, oh, wait, tell me about this loom of fate. And we see her go to the treasure room. And she's talking about all this stuff that I thought maybe for a moment she had taken those. Thought oh, it, yeah. that she had more of, a, more of Mick in her than he would like about being a kind of a, a thief so i yeah. my inclination was leading towards a daughter, so for the dog that it it really wasn't until the um the scene with uh with Gary and Sarah inside the med Bay.
0: oh, okay, that's interesting. I thought of it like a lot sooner, but I also had just seen an episode of Star Trek Next Generation where there is a <laughs> a dog on a spaceship, and the dog is on the spaceship, and they find out that like. These people have been murdered, and the only thing left is the dog. And so they're investigating the murders and all these twists and turns. But in the end, it was a shape-shifting alien that had shape-shifted into the dog, essentially. It's a little bit more complicated than that. But it was like, so as soon as they're like, who's doing this? I did not see. However, I did not guess that it was going to be a hellhound, one. Yes. Yes. And the hellhound, the son of Sam hellhound, yeah, which is <laughs> actually kind of cool. And I like that, that the dog was just telling them to kill people. I also like the idea that the son of Sam was right, and there was just a demon dog that was telling him to kill people, and it actually isn't him that was killing yeah. people. And I thought that was a nice little like trick, and I kind of wish we I don't know, I wish we kind of saw that. more. I wish there was a bit more of a lead up to it, but Instead of just introducing a dog and then kind of cramming in that exposition that it's the son of Sam dog, but
1: because um, I, I still kind of like that, I did like it because I th- I liked how when the dog does show up, how easily it's able to convince Nate to kill uh, Zari and Charlie. Like I just hey, I'm thinking I kind of like what he's saying. I want to pick up. The yeah, dog. that was
0: nice. That was really good. <laughs> and I thought it was just going to be a shape shifting dog because that's also the dog from The Thing you know yeah. it's like dogs and spaceships it they don't if the dog's name is in the title you know that dog is going to die if the dog is on a spaceship you know that dog is going to probably become an alien or is an alien or something even alien 3 it's uh, the dog That's technically true. dies but it creates a a dog alien so
1: very true i mean and i guess the other big red flag should be that gary brought it on the board so you know anything that gary Gary did
0: i also like that gary just brought it from hell (laughs) that it was something that was just brought from hell
1: it's kind of nice too
0: (laughs) uh and such a stupid gary thing to do so
1: that was nice uh it was a very
0: cute dog too
1: it was yeah there you go uh you know sweet little dog baked by the devil uh Uh, we also have Sarah, as I mentioned, that Gary tries to help out with his emotional support dog that he got from hell to try to help Sarah out, who this episode is dealing with the ramifications of staring straight in the face of Atropos and getting that full force of her powers. It has made her blind, but shes if she is touched, she gets visions of their future.
0: Yeah. I think they're building to something here. That's my guess. Yeah. is I, I think it's building up to something. Um. Did you see this coming at all? That she was going to have blind Cassandra powers, you know, Oracle powers. Well,
1: well, I mean, I guess I figured that something would come out of it. I was not expecting the blind until it was introduced this episode. The thing I felt, I, the thing that was frustrating me more than anything at the beginning is when, as usual, when something happens to somebody and they can't tell anybody right away, like, just tell these people that you're having visions of them being dead. Why you're not... The fact that it had to be took so many scenes for it to be dragged out of her like yeah yeah. i
0: mean it's the way that she said it was just kind of ridiculous i do understand the idea of being like i don't want to freak everyone out i gotta figure out what's going on before i say anything i do understand that that she doesn't say them right away but how she does say them is like it's not a big deal (laughs) i'm just (laughs) i can clearly see everyone's death but it's not a big deal don't worry about it I thought that was that was funny, but I do like. Uh, I don't know. I d- I do understand at least not being like, oh my god, I just saw your death. Ava, like the first thing, you know,
1: just wait but a little. I, I mean, I think is I agree. Kind of got rushed at the end of the son of Sam stuff. That I feel like you could have cut down on a lot of the Sarah. Like oh, I don't want to say. I don't want to say. I don't want to say. Yeah. Get what what should have happened?
0: Hard. What should have happened to Sarah should have been like, hey Constantine, can I talk to you for a second? You know, it should yeah. just be like. Or, or even Charlie, it should be like either Constantine or Charlie just being like, "What is happening? I'm seeing everyone's death. What's going on? I don't want to freak out everyone, you know." Instead of it being kind of announced to everyone,
1: so. you know, you mentioned Star Trek: The Next Generation, and I will say one thing that I, that I appreciated about that show that I think I'd like to see more in this show is that anytime somebody had an issue, if they're you know if they were seeing visions of timelines or uh had something happening to their body and they weren't sure they would go and they'd tell people and they'd go to the med bay and get checked out right i appreciate because they're the so message.
0: used to it happening on the ship that but, it's it's a thing yeah
1: yes so like how could the wave people in the wave rider they've been here you know, almost five five full seasons together why would you not just come forward with something they've seen so many crazy things
0: yes i agree with you i uh, yes I, she should have mentioned something right away. Yes. <laughs> or at least in the next scene to Charlie or Constantine to figure it out. I understand why she wouldn't say it right away to Ava. That's the only thing. But yeah. saying it like the next scene. Yes.
1: You know, as much usually saw- this
0: is what happens on Star Trek. This is always what happens on Star Trek. <laughs> she sees someone gets touched. She'll see someone's uh, face and then it goes... Activate. (laughs) Cut to commercial. Come back. They're all around the table, and they're like, "What do you think this means?" You know, like, and Um, it's clearly that they said it, and now they're all brainstorming. Like, oh, it could be time. It could be this. It could be Q. Is it Q? I don't know. You know, but it's. But I'm with you.
1: (laughs) I, I mean, of course, with these kind of powers, it's able to give you that kind of little fake out where uh, Sarah does get the orders from the dog, to kill Gary, and she kills Gary right away. And you're like, ooh, this could be interesting, but of course it's played off as a flash forward in time.
0: I didn't mind that, because I didn't want them to somehow get Gary back from the dead. Yeah. I kind of, like, you know, that's not how Gary's going to leave the show. You know? (laughs) So, I didn't mind that it was a flashback, because it also showed that she's like, you know, that's how she has to change, is like, or that she can change the future, because she can do that.
1: Yes. Uh, and the idea of basically using her is sort of uh, the eyes of the future because they're trying to track this dog now. And, you know, Constantine's like, how are we going to find him on the ship? Oh, wait, I've got you, Sarah. We just keep touching you. You're going to keep constantly telling us where the heck this dog is.
0: Yeah, that was good.
1: Yeah. So the track that, that
0: reminded good. me of an episode of Rick and Morty I just saw, too. <laughs> it's, it's Rick always, or Morty always knows his own death. So he's trying to find the best death and he's just going the the best path to get the best death. It's a pretty good episode. (laughs) I watch a lot of time traveling shows, it turns
1: out. Uh, Wait, that's the one where he has that vision of that girl saying at his deathbed that that she loved him or whatever, right?
0: Yeah, I love you, Morty.
1: Yep, I I, I watched that a little while ago too. That was a pretty good episode. Yeah,
0: it was
1: good. It was a good one. Uh, So we're going on these tangents of Rick and Morty and Star Trek The Next Generation. All right, yep. so <laughs> the legends of tomorrow. Uh, so we we see finally that Zari, which I did appreciate that Zari kind of starts putting things together as well. Is able to tap into her old old timeline version of Zari. Is able to start hacking the computers and finds out all the video footage, seeing all the legends destroying these key parts of the ship, but then also realizes, hey, the dog is in every one of these scenes as well too. So yes, right. up with this dog.
0: Okay, I got a question about, the czar, about Zarya right now for you. Yes. On what do you. What do you think about this John Constantine stuff that's happening right now? Uh,
1: it was, I mean, they really didn't say much of it this episode. I mean, other than Constantine, I, I, I thought it was an interesting wrinkle, but I mean, Constantine's not known, t- I don't buy Constantine being in any sort of relationship. I just would see it as just a... A complication. A, yes. Yeah, because so she I,
0: might hook, she might hook up with Constantine, and it might make things a little awkward with Nate. But you think she's still gonna, are you still shipping her and Nate, or are you not? Do you not care at all?
1: You know, I mean, at this point, I mean, I I could see them trying to get her and Nate back together. But I, but I, I feel like the Constantine thing is just like he's a guy that will sleep with just about anybody. So right. if, he's got, if he's got that, you know, that little spark, he will. You know, embrace it for the moment, but it's not like he wants to build a life with this person. So I don't but think so. It
0: feels like they're, they're hinting this episode, and they did it heavy last episode. Uh,
1: I mean, at, at the end of the last episode where they had that little moment, so, you're like, hmm, I
0: don't worry
1: that. I just think,
0: I'm just worried that they're trying to force another love triangle thing going on. And I'm not for it. I feel like you're right. I feel like John Constantine's a good one and dunner, but i I'd, I'd hope they're not playing it as like an actual love interest for this new Zari because I'd rather she get
1: one Nate. Yeah, and I did check and include it. so there's three episodes left. So next week and then two more after that. so i I don't know. I mean, like, there's a lot there's a lot more stuff to focus on this season that if you wanted to explore anything about the Constantine, Nate, and Zari triangle, I'm fine with kind of bringing it up this season, but really addressing it next season.
0: I got a question. I don't think this is true, but someone in the chat said, Renji90998 said, Constantine slept with King Shark.
1: Is that true? <laughs> is that canon? Did you bring in receipts for that?
0: Or is that just like, is that just some... Uh, a very interesting fan art that that is happening. That's, that's bringing a lot to the table. If that's true,
1: what's wrong with sleeping with a shark?
0: I mean, you're saying a blanket statement like that. What's wrong with sleeping with a shark? I think there's a lot of reasons. All One, right. they're always battling the jets.
1: Oh. Ah. Ah. (laughs) uh so uh of course astra's uh put in the little force cage as well when the demon dog finally reveals itself all the rest of the legends say hey this is the best place to hide is inside this force cage uh and astra's in the side there and says hey you know what i'm from hell i can stop this you got to let me out and it becomes that whole big moment of trust do you trust this this queen of hell to actually do the right thing And they let her out, and of course she keeps the rest of the legends inside there. But she does help Constantine and Sarah send that dog back to hell by telling Constantine his real name.
0: Yeah, she's just sassy. That's all. She's (laughs) just sassy.
1: And again, I can watch, uh, you know, uh, uh, Constantine do any of his magic. Always cool. The guy tells it. Oh, mm. (makes) Yeah, it doesn't... I mean, you know, it spins his hands. You know, the animation looks great. It it always looks cool. So uh, I'm always, I always dig that. I feel like I, my 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 frustrations with the show and the times when they show the lack of showing of people's super, superhuman abilities is uh, made up for the amount of times they let like, Constantine just work his magic. Because I feel right. like I get plenty of that in the show.
0: Also, I like how uh, Nate just showed off the fact that he could steal up... To kind of getting the good graces yeah, of McCrory's daughter, I just yeah. love that he's he knows enough to be like, "Listen, I'm going to sound very boring when I come in here, but look at this, ding, ding, hey, isn't this cool?"
1: <laughs> I would I did like say, "You're the coolest professor ever." I know, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I really love Nate. I I think he's he's one of my favorite parts of the show. I missed the the Nate Ray interaction, but I love that he's still there at least.
1: I, uh, you know, I, I fell for a moment for uh, Mick Rory. Uh, I didn't realize that making uh, what, uh, you, you know, what is it? I don't know, it was almost called the uh, celery with peanut butter uh, pigs in a blanket. It's not that. It's uh, ants on a log. Ants on a log. Ants on a log. Yes. <laughs> not that hard to make.
0: Uh, yeah, but he didn't want. He wanted it to be perfect. He's really like trying, and he didn't want it to just look slapped together. And he doesn't cook. You know, that's not his thing.
1: <laughs> uh, so they send the demon dog back to hell. Uh, yeah. We've got Rory and his daughter they are able to make amends. They're like, hey, let's hang out uh, for this weekend. I'm, I think I don't think I'm good. I want to spend the rest of the weekend with him. Yeah, and, and then
0: Gary uh, gets a gremlin at the end.
1: Uh, yeah, that was like, oh, okay, and they said don't feed him after midnight. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, It's a bit of an easy joke.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We do see Zari uh, try to at least kind of uh, mend fences with Astra and try to bring her a little bit into the fold. And Astra's like, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't plan on hanging out here. I don't need to get a tour of this ship. Uh, But you know, in a sense, I wouldn't have minded it. Just like, man, I I need to care a little bit more about Astra as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah, she needed a bit more like character development as well because right now she's just sassy chick from hell you know it's not right you know we don't quite she needs a bit more of a of a lip and an eye patch as it was something yeah. to kind of define the character yeah uh oh. Folks. this is one thing i wanted to are we doing predictions now do you want to can i say oh, no we, we gotta i gotta see if
1: are you hungry date
0: I'm feeling a little peckish, yes. Why do you ask?
1: Because it's time for the internet's hottest special segment. That is, where's the beef? Where's the beef? Where's the beef? Uh, Wow. Dave, I got a little bit of beef to serve to you here. Okay. So Sarah, of course, as we were talking about earlier, realizes that she's blind now. No longer has the ability to see. So, uh, (laughs) if you're sitting here on a a vessel where you've got unlimited access to any kind of clothing whatsoever. If you realize that you were blind, and you just were trying to, like, just put something on, why would you wrap your head in, like, a bandage as opposed to, like, I'm just going to put on, like, sunglasses?
0: One, she doesn't know where her sunglasses are because she's blind. And do you remember, if you closed your eyes, would you know exactly where your sunglasses are?
1: And two, two, give me...
0: The ship was down. She couldn't use any replicators or anything like that to get to get sunglasses.
1: And you All think that, of that
0: stuff said, was broken?
1: You think you said Ava? Do you mind going to my ca- going to our cabin, and getting us, getting me a pair of my sunglasses?
0: Listen, the fact that she even put it on, or even sunglasses to put it on, makes no sense. But I know exactly why she did it. Is wow. because those contacts hurt. <laughs> those yeah. those white white contacts I've had to wear those sometimes for some roles that I've played if I play a monster or a ghost which tends to happen those are full eye contacts they go all the way around the eye or for most part of it they hurt like hell you do not want to wear them for very long so they needed a way to cover it up and that's why the bandana happened that's not very good story reason at all it would even make more sense if they wrote something in that everyone was feeling a little uncomfortable with her milky eyes for why she needed to cool it. But I will say, I think it looked cooler than sunglasses to have her with that wrapped around her eyes. She looks more myth- mythological with that wrapped around her eyes.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. So
0: I was fine with it because... It gave the actress a break, <laughs> and also it uh, it looked cooler than sunglasses. If she wore the goggles that they wore in the very beginning even, like, I wouldn't be into it.
1: Really? I would have been done because I would think, like, tying something around your head, you got to worry about it constantly sliding off. Put on a pair of sunglasses, man. Oh, man. I mean, I've been wearing a bandana
0: as a mask to walk around, and that, like, it's fine. It's great. It works well for me. Mm-hmm. It's not always sliding off. Plus, she took it off occasionally and then put it back on. They took it off whenever they want the eyes and then they kept it yeah. back on.
1: I want to see your milky eyes. Yeah. Uh, all right, folks. Uh, before we wrap up, we should probably do a few predictions.
0: Yes. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, what do
1: you have, Mr. Dave Child?
0: My big prediction is I think they might be building to the idea that Sarah is kind of becoming a fate. I think that's why she's going through this transformation. So she can become one of the fates. And because she's human, she has to go through this and and she has all this other stuff. So I think she'll become one of the fates. I don't know what third fate they're going to get. But I think there's going to be a third fate that they can use. So all three of them can use that, like uh, all the rings. But I think one of them is going to be Sarah. That's my prediction. Not sure about it.
1: Well, that's true. I mean, uh, not a bad prediction. I mean, because if they were, if uh, Astra was being groomed to be a fate, she could easily take part in that as well, too, then.
0: Yeah, it could be Astra. Those yeah. could be the three fates, actually. That kind of makes sense. It's Astra, Sarah, and and uh, Charlie. So, yeah, it, we'll
1: see. It, I will say it's interesting for the show right now, instead of having to chase whatever the, the, the season of MacGuffin is, that they actually have all the pieces. Uh, I, I mean, now the struggle is just trying to figure out how to use it properly. Interesting. You, we'll see what happens. Do
0: you think that they're going to build the the fact that um, McRory's daughter wants to become a criminal? Like, have that be kind of a, a constant conflict between the two? I think that might end up developing a little bit.
1: But we'll see. It might be. I mean, I... I I will say that I'm surprised that I thought like, oh, okay, it might be done just as a bit, but I think the show has been done a better job than I thought they would about giving him this new kind of dynamic in his life, but, and also still exploring it.
0: I think it would be better than pursuing like, oh, I'm so mad at you dad. Like, I think that's, that conflict is always going to be there a little bit, but we have something that's a good save the cat for McRory to have her not become a criminal. And we have a good character choice for her for wanting to kind of go around and commit time crimes. And I feel like the the two of them will be kinda of like it'll be good because she'll she's wanting to become the dad and the dad not wanting her to become him. So hopefully That's it'll
1: true. develop that a bit more. No, I, I do like that, especially because make the course is not changing. So he's yeah. gonna still keep it's gonna be that whole like do as I say, not as I do thing, which should be yeah. kind of interesting. What do you mean? I can't rob you? Rob all the time? No, uh, you're supposed to be better than me. Right?
0: Is she gonna uh, get a cold
1: gun? Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. I'll ask you, Dave. Do you think? Who do you think will get revived by the end of the season? Do you think both Astor's mom and Berard, are only one of them, or none of them?
0: Ooh, good question. I hope Berard comes back. I like him a lot, and I'd like for him to be there next season. Um, I guess the mom it will be great if they come back. I guess that's the whole goal of this. But they might find that Astro wants something different anyway. So we'll see. I think at least one of them. Yeah, but, uh, and I'm hoping it's Bernard.
1: Well, that's true. I mean, if she does, if Astro has become one of the Fates, maybe she gets they getting a chance to see the bigger per- picture uh, of life and the universe changes her perspective and realizes that oh, okay, my mom, I don't need her back. eye purposes for other things. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, we did it. We made it through an episode. Again. Ah, we did it. Yes. Uh, again, folks, we're going to have three more episodes. So uh, three more right. weeks together. Look at us just breaking things down. Uh, but as always, folks, thanks for joining us for the episode here. Like us on Facebook. Give us those five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Thank you, everybody, for hopping in the chat. And if you're watching after we stream live, feel free to comment down below. But if you want to stay in touch with either Dave or myself, uh, you know, give Dave any you know dog dog tips. You know, because he's got a, just to a drop off of any
0: pot. dogs. D, slide in my <laughs> DMs with some dogs. That would be great. Honestly, yeah. if you send me any dog pictures, I'll be very happy. I need that right now. I think we all need dog pictures right now. So just send out dog pictures, please.
1: What should I send them to?
0: You should send them to Mr. Dave Child on the Twitters and the Instagrams. Or go to Davechild.com, because my name
1: is Dave Child. Let me see them dog pigs. I want to see them dog pigs. Where can they find you, Frank? Find me on Twitter and Instagram at HappyGoJackie. Folks, that's going to do it for this episode of the Legends of Tomorrow After Show. We'll see you back here next Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Pacific for an all-new episode right here on AfterBuzz TV.